welcome welcome back to destiny daughters episode number two very grateful to have you guys with me today as we kind of dish out this topic on discernment now really love this because it's not really mentioned too much in the church setting of course you do see people speaking on it i mean honestly if you youtube or you know go on youtube and search up a video on discernment you'll be able to find something but we don't really see it magnified in the christian community a lot of things that we see when it comes to the main things that christian talks christians speak on is like things that are controversial or you know christians that they see stumbling in the public eye so i feel like we have to get back to basic doctrine of, you know, well, discernment is not technically doctrine, but just basic things that we as Christians should have when we do anything in life. And what discernment is, as I look at the definition here, I'm just going to read it to you. And is in basic terms, the ability to judge well. When you are able to have good judgment on a situation, on a person, that is discernment. A lot of people have that um, just in the world, just in general. Hmm, like you you start hanging out with someone and you're like, hmm, you know, something's really off about them. And you realize and then certain things come out and you realize that your suspicions were right. Why? Because as much as we don't want to admit that some things are spiritual discernment is a spiritual thing it's definitely a spiritual gift that we should all be asking god to increase our level of discernment because it's more than just the discernment of spirits it's discerning situations discerning contexts and the other um definition i have here in christian context actually Discernment is a perception in the absence of judgment with a view obtaining to spiritual guidance and understanding. So basically, you are perceiving things that are not, I guess, what's the correct word? Yes. Yeah, so you're perceiving things that are not perceivable to the natural eye. As the definition says, you're obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. And of course, that's through the Holy Spirit. That's through God. That's not through horoscopes or, oh, he's a he's a Capricorn. That's why he's acting like that. Uh-uh. That's through the Holy Spirit. It's not through tarot cards, palm reading, all of this new age wicked, wicked things. It's through the discernment of the Holy Spirit. And that's just what it is. It really is spiritual guidance and understanding. And, you know, that term spiritual, man, is kind of, it's kind of been loosely used now because anyone is spiritual when they have, um, anyone spiritual in this, in the age that we live in today. Oh, you're spiritual. Yeah, I do. I have crystals and it's just so, so obviously demonic. That is, is sad that people fall for the lie. But that's a different topic for a different day. So once again, the topic is discernment. And there's so many things that I want to share. So many different testimonies and stories. I'll start with one, actually. As you guys know, last Christmas, 2021, the Christmas Day bombing in Nashville. Um, 
And what happened there, of course, there was a truck that blew up and a guy set it up. Now, there was a police officer on patrol. There were there were uh, people out there because they got the bomb threat. So people were already able to evacuate and things like that. They got the, I don't say bomb threat, but it was a warning of suspicious activity. So many people were evacuated, things like that. Now, there was an officer who was on patrol he was on patrol that night and of course he was saved filled with the holy spirit and he was about to go in a direction that you know if he really did go that way the bomb would have went off and killed him so i want you guys to really pay attention he said that god told him to not go so what he did, and you can see the surveillance, you can see him walk up and you can see him leave. And through him being obedient, listening to the discernment of the Holy Spirit, his life was spared. He did not die by that bomb because you can see him go up, you can see him kind of stand there, and then you see him leave. And moments after he left, the bomb went off. And the, I mean, if you guys even search up the pictures and the images of that day, I mean, that bomb obliterated the whole street. The whole block was just ash. And I mean, you can, I mean, we've we seen the impact on YouTube. So that's, that's one story. That's one story of just being discerning and listening to what, God is saying, you know, sometimes it'll come as a voice when it comes to discernment. Sometimes you'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear the Holy Spirit say, Hey, don't go or don't do that or do go and do that. And sometimes it'll be an unction. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is not going to speak to you in a audible voice sometimes you'll be what what a lot of christians term as being led by the spirit so you may do something and you're you're just being led but it's not an audible voice of the holy spirit hey you need to go and give uh sally a gift for her birthday to show her the love of christ it may not be that but you may feel unction so when it comes to discernment there are many different i would say facets of it where it can be through other people but most of the times when it when discernment comes forth when it's kind of shown it's through the holy spirit living on the inside of you now if you don't have the holy spirit and you 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 want the holy spirit it's, it's just ask say lord i'm i'm committed to you i've given my life to you I'm just asking that the Holy Spirit would fill me up. It's so dangerous right now. I mean, in 2022, to be living a life without the Holy Spirit, without the discernment of the Holy Spirit. When we just live for ourselves, we're not full of, full of God. We're just living for ourselves, our own opinions, our own thoughts on things. It is a very dangerous life to live, not just... Not, I'm not just talking about death or things like that. I'm just saying spiritually it's dangerous and it allows you to be weak in the body of Christ. You know, the only way that we are strong is through the Holy Ghost, through the same spirit that rose Christ from the grave. That's the same power. The same spirit lives on the inside of us. So we, we need, we need the Holy Ghost. Okay. <laughs> 
And some, I, I wanted to share my own personal story as well. Um, when it comes to discernment and my, my personal lack of it. So this was back in 2021 in the month of, let's see, I believe September. It was September cause we went to a wedding in August. So it was back in September. I was say for about two years at this point. So I can't say oh, I was a new Christian. I was new to things, but I will say that <laughs> Since that, I've begun to question a lot of things, especially when it comes to artists. But I'll get to the story. So I seen like, oh my gosh, you know, one of my favorite worship groups were was in Atlanta. If you guys don't know, I live in Georgia. And I was like, oh my gosh. And the, the concert was free. And I was like, this is a sign. <laughs> You know, when it's when when you get to you get to that point where you're like, God, this must be a sign for me to do this. Definitely you want to question it. And if you guys are once again discerning, you'll probably discern which famous worship group hint hint that I'm talking about. But I'm not gonna just say their name here because I don't I, I just I just won't I don't want to stir up anything. But I went to their little concert that they had I drove out there as I was driving as I was driving my tire pressure um sensor just suddenly turned on and I was like what (laughs) and my first reaction was that this was the enemy he didn't want me to go so I was like I bind you devil get off my tire it was my front right tire go in Jesus name, you know, you started casting stuff out the car, you like go get loose my car, <laughs> loose my, my pressure sensor. And I, I prayed that prayer. And I just was like, this is the this is the devil. You know, this is the devil. He, he wants me to not go. He doesn't want me to have fun, have a good time. Because, you know, during that time, 2021, back in September, I didn't really have much Christian friends, but most importantly, I didn't really go out and do much. You know, I didn't quote unquote enjoy life. So I was like, okay, Lord, this is a sign, you know, they're here and I, I, I should go. I think this is it for me to go. So I ignored the, I ignored the tire pressure sensor, which was, you know, if I was a discerning person, because crazily enough, you know, I had the split thought of maybe this is God. Maybe, maybe I'm not supposed to be going. But I myself just rejected it. And I was like, nope, this is the devil. I bind you. I cast you out. And I'll I'll test to it now. My tire pressure sensor was on for months. It was on for months after that. Like, it would not come off. We put air in the tires. And it was a moment back in May. So think about it. September to May. So September October, November, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. That's what, eight months? That's eight months with my pressure, my pressure sensor being on until it finally turned off after I had went and got an oil change. And, you know, there's a whole story with that, too. But that's when it finally turned off. So just just something to think about. But anyway, so I'm on my way there. 
I'm kind of like shaky, I'm jittery because, you know, it was almost even anxiety because I don't go out, I don't really do much. So it was a lot for me driving to the city. I mean, that was a whole escapade within itself. But I went, drove there, got to the place, I parked to, at the free parking, and then I ended up going in. I met a couple people and the concert happens, you know, and... Um, I, you know, this is back in September. So COVID was still like big, I would say. COVID was still a thing, you know, people were still wearing masks and all that. Um, I don't believe I wore my mask. Um, I definitely had it, but they let the people in the front, um, if they weren't wearing a mask, they would let them like go to the front of the concert because it's like kind of like in a circle. It's very small, laid back type of type of concert, um, probably mainly because it was free. Anyway, we went. Or well, I went. <laughs> I went in, met some people um, and just kind of the concert started um, and, you know, we we get to worshiping and praising and you know, I loved all of their music, all of their music. I mean, I had every album. I had pretty much every song. I had it all. I loved it all. And I, 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 I just, you know, didn't discern anything there. Um, I even seen an old friend of high school. So I was like, you know, this was, this was God. <laughs> see my old friend from high school that I hadn't seen for like a couple years since then. And, you know, um, meeting some new people and, you know, seeing these great artists, I'm like, this is, this is the Lord, great experience, and it was the day before we, we were, I was in a ministry at that time, and it was the day before we were set to go on a five-day fast, so what ended up happening, you know, I come home, I'm like high on life, I'm like, yes, this is, this was just a great night, it's awesome night, great night, I came home, and I, you know, I chill. I kind of look at all the the cute pictures. So fun. And then I ended up going to sleep. I woke up the next day feeling like garbage. I mean, for like two, maybe two to three out of those five days on that fast, I was feeling like weakened, very weak. And, and um, actually just brought it back that it was August, not September. But either way, um, I woke up feeling weak and I was weak for days. And my first guess was like, oh, it's the flu. You know, I got the flu maybe because, you know, you, you get weak in the muscles. And But I didn't have anything going on with my throat, my nose. Nothing was happening. I just felt so weak. And uh, lo and behold, <laughs> I caught COVID at that concert. And that was... Uh, very unfortunate <laughs> because what my mom told me she told me this well after I had got it and not only did I catch it I pretty much spread it to the four of us who live in the house and I was like gosh I was so disappointed in myself and I remember her saying this this was like I said well after the whole concert the whole situation well, actually, she got this from the Holy Spirit. And God told her that where her, where his spirit is, where his spirit is, 
COVID will not impact. It can't affect you. If you're in the presence of God, if you are in the presence of God. So when you go to church, when you when you go to church, when you go to these events, if the spirit of God is there, if the presence of God is there, you are at 0% of contracting COVID-19. Any disease, any sickness, you are not catching it at church if the if the if truly the spirit of God is there. So when I took that and I applied that to my situation, you know, months later, I was like, wow, you know, that makes a lot of sense because now we see this worship group. They are like being I mean, it's quite sad what's being shown in the public eye about the group. They're they're, you know, just a lot of. I guess compromise what people have been saying is just sad. And it goes to show, wow, you know, when I was there and I was worshiping for me, those words were true for me. Those words were real. But, you know, the spirit of God and the presence of God really was not there. It wasn't in the music and it wasn't it wasn't in the atmosphere. And that is of utmost importance, which is quite sad. And it's so crazy because after August, this was after I had my whole spell, uh, spill, not spill, uh, the whole fight with COVID. After all of that, I begin to, my eyes begin to open. Okay. So my eyes begin to open and I finally, finally tapped into the discernment that God was trying to give me before I even went into the went to the concert. I finally tapped into that discernment and I saw things that did not line up with the word of God with many of the members, which now a lot of people speak on the group. Now a lot of people talk about the group and their compromise and all of that. But I was like, you know, I felt it way back when. And the crazy thing about it is that during so that was august all right that was august with the whole with the whole thing but during september of course the month after that's when i started you know separating i'm like there's something off what i find is so crazy that a lot of other people who have stopped listening or really stopped worshiping to their songs have said the same thing. They always mention last fall, last fall, God, the Holy Spirit placed it in my, placed it in my spirit to, to kind of do research or the Holy Spirit showed me this, although I felt led to stop listening. So around the same time, it was like God was just giving out, um, giving out free discernment to everybody about them and crazy thing is it just took it took a lot to for it to click with me it took a lot for it to click and I'm glad that it did because it just saves you from additional warfare (laughs) additional warfare when you finally get into um just being in a place where you walk in the spirit when you walk in the spirit that's where the discernment lies because if you are a person who's praying who's fasting who's reading the bible who is dedicated to living their lives for god there is no way that you won't have discernment i mean look today is halloween if you have true discernment you know if you're celebrating or not period if you have true discernment there are things that you know that you can't watch You'll know that, you know, 
Marvel been demonic since before the Doctor Strange multiverse movie came out. You'll know that um, music and artists and that these people who claim Christ, you'll know before you know, before people start to know, and you'll know before, you know, people start to make videos about like, you know, we should question this and we should question that because the discernment of the Holy Spirit gives you things before it's time. The discernment of the Holy Spirit opens you up to receive, to really receive spiritual knowledge about a thing before you start partaking in it. I mean, there's so much that the Holy Spirit does his role in our lives is so important you know he gives you guidance he gives you what you need to do what you don't need to do and that is so simple and when I look back on that time when I was driving to the to the uh to the place and my tire sensor went off and it was just a crazy experience when I look back at that I just think man you know if I would have listened to the (laughs) not just the pressure sensor guys I was praying about going I was praying about going and I was kind of torn myself I was I was actually torn I was like man do I do I go should I not go that alone should have been a testament of you know hey you might not want to go just leave it alone you know, I was like on the edge. I was like, should I go? Ah. So discernment, what what the discernment of the Holy Spirit does, I'm actually going to be reading you guys a couple of scriptures um, that it doesn't say discernment, of course, by its word, but it is the um, just a definition of it. So when I I'm going to read Proverbs 3 verse 6, it says, in your in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight discernment if we are acknowledging god guys if we are truly devoted if we are truly living for him if we are truly denying the flesh letting go of what this world wants us to do or celebrate letting go of all of these things in our lives that are contrary to the word of God, God is going to make our path straight. He's going to tell us, go left. He's going to tell us, go right. Literally. And what he'll do is he'll allow us to walk on his path. He'll be guiding our steps. And even even um, Proverbs 4, verse 26 through 27, it says, watch the path of your feet. And all your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right nor to the left. Turn your foot from evil. This is what the Bible says. Watch the path of your feet and all your ways will be established. Guys, we have to watch what we're doing. We have to watch what we're going. We have to watch where we're going. I mean, what what we're doing, where we're going, how we're doing things. There are so many things in this life that are on the edge you know, so there are a lot of things that do have a fine line and we have to be a discerning people. We have to be a discerning generation, guys, especially with guys. I, I think I said this before. I'm 21 years old. I do not celebrate Halloween at all. I do not watch secular movies, especially those that are completely demonic like Marvel. I don't do that. I don't partake in things that I know 
are evil. I don't become equally yoked with unbelievers because the Bible says do not be equally yoked with unbelievers. I do not do these things because why? I want for God to lead my path, to guide my path. I want God to establish wherever I'm going that it's him, that it's not me. And how do you do that? Discernment. If you don't have discernment, pray for it. It's a gift. The gift of discernment is real. It's not technically listed in the Bible like, oh, the gift of discernment, you must, ye must have, (laughs) ye must acquire. But the Bible does tell us, wash the path of our feet. The Bible does tell us that he will make our way straight. The Bible does tell us that, you know, well, it's actually really not the Bible. Not this, what I'm about to say. It's just me, actually. <laughs> but just in general, God makes our path straight if we ask him. And the great thing about the sermon, as you begin to tap into it um, more and more, you'll realize how, man, you'll just begin to realize how you lived so aimlessly before. Like, wow, I was really just doing that without even, without even knowing. You begin to realize like, man, I really was living outside of God, outside of the will of God. I was just living for the flesh. I didn't allow God to take over. So when it when I when I speak on discernment and when I talk about it, you know, it's not just for the elders in the church. Like you say, for example, you're dating someone and or courting someone and you go before the elders of the church to bless your marriage, whatever. I don't I don't know if they still do that. Um I don't know. I don't I don't know y'all, but this is just an example. Or you or you go to your parents. For example, let's say let's say parents, because elders, I don't know, that's just sound sounded weird. But so you go to the your parents, they meet your um they meet your to be wife, for example. And your parents, they are spiritually discerning. They are people who know right from wrong, good from evil. They can discern who is a uh, who's pretending in who's pretending and who's really about it so you take your you take your girlfriend or your uh, your uh, courting uh, what is it called in a courtship I just say soon to be soon to be wife you take them you guys go out you guys have dinner and you get back home you call your parents and you like what did you think and they tell you she not the one we discern spirits of witchcraft, divination, all types of stuff on her. Now, what I'm saying and the reason why I shared that example is that discernment is for you, okay? It's not just for parents. It's not just for elders of the church. It's not just for pastors. Discernment is for every single Christian because taking into account that example if you were a discerning person if you were someone who had a or who listened to the holy spirit but mainly who um had a the gift of discernment you would have already known from the moment that you guys met that she is christian she claims to be a christian 
but she believes in horoscopes. She does tarot card. She goes weekly to tarot card readings. You would begin to allow, like once you walk in that discernment, you will already know, you know? And I'll say that it is something that does develop. Like you guys, I didn't have no type of discernment. When I first got saved, discernment who? Okay. It was, it was not like something that just came with salvation. Now that's just my experience. It certainly could, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you know, when I was young in the faith, really young, I didn't, you know, get, for me, I'll share for my personal discernment is I get a lot of headaches because of the spiritual aspect of the atmosphere that I'm in. For example, I could walk into a TJ Maxx and the music that they're playing could be demonic and boom, I got a headache because it's demonic. That's just my form of discernment. Yours may be different. So don't, don't, don't be like, what? I get headaches every day. You know, it may be, it may not be that for you, but I, um, that's how I, how I get it. So once again, going back to that example, you'll be able to see it for yourself because God is going to open your eyes What we see today, my God, what we see today in the church is a lot of people, eyes are closed. Purposely and sometimes unknowingly, a lot of people's eyes are closed. We see a lot of Christians still jamming out to music that is demonic. Why is it that you're still listening to Beyonce? Why is it that you're still listening to these artists who are demonic okay like and it's not like it's silent and it's not like it's hidden i'm talking about there's videos there's things you can search up google articles of of these artists of the movies you're watching there's so much that you can see it that highlights the demonic nature of for example secular artists like what's his name Kendrick Lamar having a crown of thorns on his head, blasphemy and demonic. Him, he was also on a cross above the ocean. Like, I don't care about your symbolism. That's not symbolism. (laughs) Not at all. Only one, there's only one savior and only he died on a cross for our sins. Anyway, so you'll see these things. Guys, it's plain. It's plain. It's really, really plain. And you know, you know what's really crazy? What's really crazy is I remember seeing that Kendrick Lamar post with him in the, um, he was like on the cross above the ocean, which strange within of itself and him with the crown of thorns. And these were people in the comments, worldly people, not Christian people. These were worldly people cursing him out saying there's only one savior and bleep, blop, bleep, blop, bleep, beep, beep, whatever. They were, they were like going in on him. And these are people of the world who saw that as blasphemy. Why is it? Why is it that they seen that? But a lot of Christians can't tell, tell the difference between white and black, between good and evil. Why? Because they lack discernment. They, it's like people willingly are closing their eyes to what's going on in the world. This is the increase of the 
of the homosexual lifestyle, the promotion of it, the promotion of, um, you know, this may get a lot of hate, but black lives matter when, you know, I understand that they, they do unto God, but also matter unto God, even with the white lives matter thing that Candace and, and, uh, Kanye wore, I mean, no hate to them, but you know, should have still said all lives matter. But when we, when we begin to look at this world, a lot of us should already be discerning that it's the end times. If you haven't, that means you're not in your Bible. That means you you are not spending time with God. And I am not saying that to like downgrade anyone, but I'm saying the truth because when I was in a period of my time in my walk with God, when I was living in the flesh, my prayers were short. My Bible was, you know, some days I read it, some days I didn't. When I was living for the flesh, when I was living not necessarily for this world, but I was living for myself, I lost sight of that. I lost sight. Hey, this is the end times. You need to get off your phone. You need to get off TikTok. You need to get off Instagram. You need to stop watching uh, all. You need to stop binge watching movies and shows and TV because it's real out there. You know what I'm saying? This is the reality, guys. The the main reality is that if you becoming one with something, you're gonna you're not going to perceive it if it's demonic. For example, I'm gonna go I'm gonna cut back to that example about the the guy taking his his uh soon to be wife or courtship whatever before his parents for them to see if anything is wrong, you know. <clears throat> Now, if they already became one through soul ties, whatever, you know, soul ties can come through a lot of different avenues, but that's not today's topic. And that person could be blinded by that. His parents will tell him, hey, she's into some dark stuff. And he can still say, well, I mean, I don't really see it. Because you choose to live in that ignorance and they get married, that's, that's just going to be a destruction. And then sooner or later, divorce. Now, that's just an example, but how many times do we see people ignore advice because they themselves lack the discernment? Way too often, we see a lot of people ignore advice because they lack discernment. I'll tell you guys this story. When I was in my mom's ministry, when I was sitting under my mom growing as a woman of God, walking, you know, walking in the path of, on my, on my path, the path of faith, I, we've seen so many people come and go. And one main person that I'll speak on, I just don't know why this is coming to me now, but she, um, you know, was getting to a point, she was so close to kind of going out doing her own ministry thing, but she started to get a lot of different attacks from the enemy. He started sending things through her dreams. He started sending thoughts to her mind that were not of God and that were wicked. And we always had a, um, a prayer line that we will all go on and we will all pray. And I remember one night, we can tell that she was kind of separating for really no good reason. And I told her, I was like, you know, I can't, you know, guys, I don't remember the exact words. This was over a year ago, but I remember telling her to, to be careful and that the words and the dreams and all of these things that it's the devil. I remember telling her this. I was like, Hey, it's the enemy. He, he wants you to, to leave. I said that, that the enemy wants you 
to leave the ministry. And, you know, all those prayer meetings are recorded. So I could always go back and, you know, listen. But regardless of that, I was saying that, hey, the enemy wants you to leave. He wants to, he wants you to leave the ministry and then you, you're just not going to be fulfilling your purpose, which, you know, God calls you to sit under certain preachers, certain pastors. I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to kind of go into that, but he calls you to certain people, certain places. She was called to the ministry just as I was called. And I'm, you guys see me now doing this, <laughs> you know, destiny daughters and all of that. Everything's launched. But I remember telling her, Hey, He's, he's trying to get you to leave. He's trying to make, trying to make this so harder for you through sending all of this stuff. And I can only imagine the warfare that he was sending because her ministry guys, you know, that's why it's imperative to, to be processed. You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, process or, you know, you just, you just, a lot of people say you just get saved and you just go and you just start. There's a process that does need to happen. Your process may, may sure enough be a week. Your process may be seven years. You know, you don't know what God is, is what God needs to do to you before he sends you to the nations. Either way, I was telling her, hey, you know, the enemy is after you. Just continue to pray. Continue to fight. That's what I said as well. Continue to fight. Continue to war. Because if you don't, you know, he's going to succeed. Now, I said that and this is a moment where, you know, things were pretty rocky and it was just like, man, hopefully she makes it out. And she uh, didn't really, I would say, take take what I was saying because why? She didn't discern for herself that it was the enemy. She thought that those dreams and these things that she was getting about this, about that, about me, about other people. She thought that it was the truth. Guys, be discerning. Be discerning. She didn't discern that certain people and certain situations was sent in her to her life to backtrack her and to stop her destiny. This is serious. That's really serious when you can't discern a situation you can't discern for example a dream that was given to you a prophecy that people someone spoke over you you can't discern if that's if it's good if it's sent by God or sent by the enemy then and that moment you know it's time to really pray and ask God for discernment because you don't want to end up I don't want to say losing your destiny, but I mean, definitely backtrack, anti-progress, going back, you know? So that's just, you know, just a quick, a quick couple of examples I wanted to give you guys as well as just my own personal thoughts on it. God directs our steps. God leads our steps, but it's more, discernment is more than Oh, where you're walking, what you're doing, like it's how you're living. You want to live in the spirit. And when you live in the spirit, he is going to give you discernment. Once again, it's not only for bad, it's for good. God may say, hey, like you may be at Walmart, you know, and God is like, hey, I need you to go share the gospel with such and such person. 
go and share the gospel. Boom, they receive Christ right then and there because you're listening to the unctioning and the leading of the Holy Spirit. But what I do want to say, a lot of times when it comes to discernment, you want to make sure that your discernment is up when speaking on or when talking about or not speaking on but you want to make sure that your discernment is up when it comes to things that are demonic you guys be discerning i personally this is for all the christians who went out and watched dr strange um not this is no hate or anything like that this is no hate but i personally would have seen the cover and would have been like no personally now even um you know how youtube has ads right though the first uh, it had played on my phone because you know i got that ad blocker y'all for uh, <laughs> i'll play on my computer but on my phone i had that <laughs> i had uh i don't have they don't have like an ad blocker for the phone on youtube unless you buy the premium so an ad came on and it was it was about um it was just advertising the movie it was so demonic. And you know, the, the YouTube gives you five seconds to skip an ad. It was so demonic in those first five seconds of the trailer. Like, I was like, this is demonic. Five seconds. And oh, another thing I even wanted to share is about, I think it was a Thor movie that came out. I, I didn't know it even came out yet. My brother had to tell me. I was like, it didn't come out. It been came out. But that was the same for the Thor movie, Love and Thunder. First five seconds of that film, complete, like, you, you, your, your mind just, just gets, oh man, I can't see how people could, could still watch this and, and say that they spend time in the presence of God. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just too, too, too demonic. Guys, this one's definitely longer than my first one. But discernment is key, which is why I wanted to really share on it. I didn't expect to share a lot of the things that I did, but discernment is key. Discernment is something that you can't, you can't trade it. You can't trade discernment, you know, you can't not have it. This is the end times. You could have been 1950, in the 1950s, undiscerning and, you know, kind of make it by the hairs of your chinny chin chin. But in 2022, when the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is getting, is drawing nearer and nearer, nigh and nigh each day, we for sure need to be discerning. We need to be discerning when we see that this is an example of churches now. When we see that a church has a, um, a someone who's in full-blown drag, a drag queen leading the choir leading prayer if you had any type of discernment you would leave if you had any type of discernment you wouldn't still be there you wouldn't still be there now there are things you know i'm not saying oh just start leaving your church when you see stuff no that's not that's all i'm saying y'all calm down but if you know you see you see things as drastic as that where it's infiltrating the church drag queen homosexual flags flying outside of the church with the flag with a flag that has a cross of jesus on it so you got the rainbow flag and you got it's time to go 
Now, we all know what the rainbow truly symbolizes, God, God's promise. Um, but nowadays, you got to even question, you know, so I don't even be using the rainbow emoji. You know what I'm saying? Which I like the rainbow emoji because I know what it means for me. But other people's interpretation, you don't even know. <laughs> to be completely real, which is sad. It's sad. It's not funny. It's sad. But like I said, be discerning about everything, you guys. Be discerning. You know, it's more it's 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 more than just being led by the spirit because you definitely need to be led by the spirit too. You need to be discerning of different things as well. Discerning of spirits, which discerning of spirits is that's different, you know, that's definitely different. But for sure, for sure you must be discerning of things like movies tv shows church churches pastors you have to be because there is gonna come a time there is gonna be a great deception if you are not discerning of the things that are that are being taught are wicked the things that are being taught are evil the things that are being taught are not of god if you're not discerning of that it you you will fall into the tempta- into the temptation or not into the temptation into the deception so i know that was long <laughs> this this is probably going to be my longest podcast i never desired it to be what we're at 45 minutes oh my goodness but um either way i hope that this is a blessing to someone because you guys heard about the guy who was discerning, his life was spared. If you stayed, if you stayed all the way to now, you learned that the guy who was discerning on the Nashville Christmas Day bombing, um, his life was spared because he was discerning, and that's a true story. You'll learn that for me, if I would have used discernment. If I would have listened, if I would have listened to even my own emotions about going to that concert, I was like so on the edge and so, ah, should I go? Uh, If I would have just took a step back and be like, man, I should have a peace about this because when it's God, there's peace in it. If I was discerning enough, I probably would have never went, would have never caught, you know what? If the woman that I spoke of who was in our in my mom's ministry with us if she was discerning of the attacks of the enemy and that it was him and not actual fact that he was spewing lies and evil she would have been launched out into her ministry and what god needed needed for her to do you know so those three stories let those be testaments because those are all true stories let this be testament that you need to be discerning for when God is speaking. You need to be discerning when God is speaking, especially in these last days. You need to be discerning when he says, go left, go right. You need to be discerning of your own emotions, how you're acting, how you're feeling. Why am I feeling like this about such and such when it should be peace? You need to be discerning of the enemy of darkness discerning of the kingdom of darkness of when it's trying to attack you another thing as well you need to be discerning of 
what the enemy is trying to do in in your own personal life through media Med- well I'll say mediums like music movies shows family members unsaved friends ding 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 we have to be discerning I probably said discernment and discerning a hundred times in this podcast and I'm praying I'm praying that you guys Pray and ask for discernment. Lord, I pray for them now that they will receive the discernment of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Heavenly Father, that they will walk in the Spirit so that they, in Jesus' mighty name, can understand when to go left, when to go right, when to stay put. I pray for their discernment, oh God, of evil, that they understand that they don't go to this place and they don't go to that place because it's evil and demonic. That they begin to understand that they shouldn't watch something and they shouldn't listen to something because it is demonic and it promotes evil. I pray for them now, Father. I pray, Lord, that they will receive the discernment of the Holy Spirit, that they will stop rejecting knowledge that people that people are sharing oh god give them the discernment to see the wickedness in this world give them the discernment to avoid the wickedness in this world give them the discernment oh god for what they need to do in their lives in jesus name i pray amen amen so 49 minutes i hope you got something out of this 49 minute talk but i'm grateful just for you guys joining with me once again i pray that you guys be discerning in this season and as i said last time stay strapped out there pray upon yourself the full armor of god stay persistent in prayer and be the light pray for your family members who are not saved pray for those who do not know jesus who are in your life once again you guys be the light and be blessed in Jesus' name.